Hey there, Peach is here. Another episode, small consolation. Uh, your host, Peach is Brittany. Um, I don't really care about intros today. You guys can do whatever the hell you want. Um, I have a magic trick that I I I can instantly get with three words. I can I can get uh, death threats. And unfollows out the wazoo. You guys ready? <laughs> sure. Is our listener base ready, though? That's the real question. <laughs> okay, okay. Ready? Here we go. Dubbed over subbed. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I agree with you there, so I'm not angry <laughs> but you know that like james if he was a fan would just be like trying to kill me and he'd probably thoughts. log I, off I, <laughs> uh, I don't know if he's actually i don't know if his opinions on it are as strong as mine actually so you may just i mean you guys can do this on your own i'm out no longer a part of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i i my opinions um, on it are real strong but i do i probably lean more towards subs personally but i understand I, so why. so a game a game just came out um not too long ago uh it's the um the fairy tale game i was looking really i was really excited for it i was looking forward to it was 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 uh excited to have another another reason to play the switch uh because i haven't finished any of the games that i own on it yet so you know, I don't have any other reasons to play. Um, but uh, yeah, Fairy Tale came out like the 30th of July or something. And I had forgotten about it. And so last week I was looking it up and I was like, you know, I, I knew nothing about it. I just knew it was a fairy tale game, took place after one of like it was a like after the season was over. Um, or like the season finale or whatever. So it had no, you know, all original content um, and story. And I'm watching a video and, or, you know, a uh, gameplay and there's a cutscene and it's all in Japanese. I'm like, Oh crap. Well, okay. I mean, I'll, you know, it'll still give me a good idea of what the game's gonna be like. And then, uh, you know, it's got um, subtitles. It's a YouTube video. It's got subtitles and, um, Brandon, Scott. it's what? an anime. There's only one word. Nani! <laughs> <laughs> so, so I go, to, I, I keep watching, and I'm like, okay. I'm curious if they brought the English voice actors back. So I go trying to find other gameplay footage of this fairytale game for the Switch. And I can't find any English version stuff. So I do research. And I find out that uh, there is no, and there is no intention of releasing a English dubbed version of this game. So I didn't buy it because <laughs> I just don't. I just don't. I don't. I don't have any want. I don't like. If I'm going to watch a TV show, it's going to be to relax and to immerse myself in the show and the story. And I really don't want to sit there and read everything that I'm being told. Yeah. And and like I said, like there, there are obviously times when like 
like just the other day, like if I'm uh, Evan brought up a really good point at, at one point where he was saying like, well, sometimes you just want to have a show on like in the background. You don't want to like give it your full attention and, you know, maybe you're doing something else or you just want to sit there and listen like you were saying. And in those circumstances, like, yeah, I mean, you're kind of just you're going to have to pick something else to watch or play. Um, right, but I, I, I guess for me, I don't usually mind it as long as I'm in the mood for subs. And I guess the reason I kind of tend to prefer them over dubs, um, honestly, just usually has to do with the quality of the dub itself. Um, if you had a super high quality dub and a really good cast, um, then yeah, I would pretty much always prefer the dub. Like I would prefer entertainment to be in my native language. The issue I usually have is because I consume a lot of games and anime, um, it typically seems like you lose if there basically if there hasn't been a lot of effort put into the translation and getting a good voice American voice cast or well English voice cast, it seems like you just lose a little bit of the writing or the delivery of things with the dubs in some cases. Not always. Um, there are definitely yeah. shows I've seen where I prefer the dub, but it's you know, um, kind of near miss. In, in, in my neck of the woods, um, some, of the, some of the... I mean, isn't... I mean, Dragon Ball Z is dubbed, right? I mean, like, it was a Japanese show. Right. Yeah. Right. And so I I like I like the dubbed really really well there. Like I think the acting is done really well. I I think the story is dumb because you spend six episodes leveling up. But anyways, we don't need to talk about that. Yeah. But the story overall, I think is really good. I really like Dragon Ball Z. I and, think the story the the voice actors are really good. That's actually one I would agree with you on too. Like for me, for right. Dragon Ball, I I like the dubbed version better because there I would also <laughs> argue maybe the you don't necessarily need to capture as much with the trans. Like the translation doesn't need to be quite as precise with Dragon Ball. I will sure. say that. <laughs> but, but you know, f- fairy tale. I I enjoy the dubbed. You know, um, uh, Seven Deadly Sins. The newest season is out right now. It just came out uh, like August fourth or something, and I'm watching the fourth season of it. And you know, it's dubbed and. I actually kind of enjoy it because uh, Netflix, you can put on subtitles. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and it, it does help me comprehend sometimes um, certain different types of shows. You know, so I'll, I'll have them on every once in a while. And if I feel like I can't understand something, I can look down and see what it was that they'd said or what they're saying. Right. And so it's it's subbed in English and then also dubbed in English. And so <laughs> the subs and dubs don't match up perfectly. <laughs> what they're trying to say, you know, they might, the, the words might be swept flipped around or they might say a word that sort of, I guess, you know, would loosely translate to what they were trying to say in English, or they might use synonyms. So, you know, um, but it's never exactly the same which is kind of fun to watch it's a fun aspect but yeah i call me any name you want um or you know have bad opinions of me but i in my western culture 
the voice actors that they use for the Japanese, like maybe it's just you know how Japanese people sound. I I don't know. I you know I've not been around that particular culture as much, but the you know you're trying to have this manly Goku, you know, and he's like the most powerful <laughs> well... being. In- <laughs> Again, DBZ is not okay. a good example of that because it is literally okay, but, a I mean, woman but, voicing but, Goku but, in the Japanese. But that's version. that's my point. Like, yeah, that is a like, little weird. And then that's, you have you know you have Natsu Dragneel, you know, and he's this you know buff, like amazing, you know, fairy tale protagonist. And, you know, he's always climbing new power level, you know, to to new power level heights and, you know, always overcoming the odds and always winning. I mean, you know, sometimes maybe he'll lose, but then he'll come back and, you know, he'll be right back in it to to help figure out how to win, you know, and just it sounds like, you know, in subs, it sounds like these people are being voiced by, you know, 10 year olds (laughs) and and. I have a hard time believing. So, so to me, like there is a thin, like there's kind of a fine line um, of like Western culture watching anime because of the way that women are portrayed in these animes that a lot of them, I mean, they're, they're hypersexualized and a lot of them don't really do a lot. You know, um, like Lucy, um, or um, <clears throat> who's the um, oh man in you know Elizabeth in Seven Deadly Sins? Like mm-hmm. they are hypersexualized. Often, um, you know the, uh, the you know if you think of like a, a really sexy lady and then somebody looking at their at their body and then getting a nosebleed, like that kind <laughs> of whole. Right. You know that that whole idea. Uh huh. Yeah, that's... worsened. It's it's worsened by the voice actor sounding like she's twelve. You know, high pitched. Like they took her voice, put it in a synthesizer, made it three octaves higher, and then put it back into the show. Like yeah, I just don't I, get. I, any, can't I don't I... get anything out of that disagree with you on any of that like i i i would tend to agree like that like some of those i i guess i would say there's probably an overabundance of those types of tropes and uh thematic elements in anime as a whole like i think in some ways that holds it back as an art form for a western audience a lot of the time um, I think you can find mm-hmm. examples where that isn't the case, but even in really like high profile, like really well accepted examples of the medium as being like, okay, this is like an amazing show. Like take something like even like Cowboy Bebop. Um, you still are going to have some definitely kind of maybe outdated or just outright sexist tropes present in those shows and the way that they handle their female characters. And unfortunately that's just, that's, it it sucks because again, as somebody who really likes anime and really likes a lot of shows that have some of those elements in there, it's too bad that Mm -hmm. 
that's the case, and it, I think it alienates a large portion of the population from kind of getting into it. So, so I agree with you. I think that's kind of unfortunate. The thing with the voices is well, they're present. always that age group, though. Yeah, they're, of everything you've mentioned, other than Dragon Ball, but his deal being he is childish in mind. Not sure. body, so like, and seven deadly sins. What he's a demon inhabiting, like the form of a yeah. teenage boy. And that's well, sure. your but anime I mean, corner. But just you know, I don't know. I guess just the the Japan in in general, maybe the 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 you know, Japanese voices are higher pitched than American voices, maybe, or, you know, most English speaking voices. Well, if you so, look at the villains for all of those, they are lower pitched. Yeah. I was going to say there's, I think there's quite a few examples of characters not having that type. Like, I guess I'd say, I think you, you've probably just seen a lot of shows where that is the case that you have. And, and you'll always have like, I, I will give you the fact that in pretty much every anime that I've ever watched, there's always at least one uh-huh. character that has a voice that is like way higher than you would expect it to be. You're kind of like, you know, oh, you, sure. you, were, you were using like seven deadly sins as an example. Yeah. Like a lot of the demons in there, you might be expecting some deep evil sounding voice. And I f- will say, I think what's going on there is that is maybe a bit of a cultural thing to it as well. We're like, right. There's just, like, I'm, I'm absolutely saying this is all cultural. Like the, yeah. Yeah. Like, their version of the evil quote unquote voice is probably different than what our traditional like Western tropes are for evil voices. Um, Because yeah, I I totally agree with you. Like I've noticed that as well. Like there's just, and it's, it's kind of one of those things, at least I think the more, I I don't know. I think it's, it's different for every person. I know for me, like that bothered me a lot until I just, frankly got to the point where i watch a lot of anime now and i'm kind of like for me i don't even register it anymore mm, and so sure. it's almost kind of like it makes sense like now i the reason i like the subs is because in a way sometimes poor voice acting from an american cast can ruin a story for me whereas i can more easily tune out the japanese dialogue mm. with the voices and you don't focus it, yeah because yeah, i don't like i hear it i get the emotion behind it and like i've gotten to the point where i even kind of like some of the inflection from the japanese voices and then i just read the translation in writing which typically tends to be a little higher quality because they don't have to sync it up with the lips like like you do with a dub mm. so it's like you get kind of sure. for me that's that's why i typically end up the sub. So you get the, the truest version of the artist's vision in the writing with a voiceover that conveys the proper inflections without necessarily being distracting because I don't, you know, because I don't understand the native language. So it's a really interesting phenomenon, but but that's kind of where I'm at these days. But no, it's, that's a fun... That's, I like these discussions <laughs> for those exact reasons. Um, yeah, the last thing I want to say about it um, is that there is literally a portion of the internet, of the Western internet, that would die and or kill <laughs> over the idea that 
the anime glitter force is ruined by being dubbed um i believe the actual yeah the the actual (laughs) the actual anime is called smile precure i I believe um (laughs) is the is the um english translation of that or something i'm not really sure but it's on netflix there's there's two different there's so there's like glitter force doki doki and then there's another type of there's another glitter force that's that i mean they're they're not related they're sort of reboots in a way um and basically it's like sailor moon i guess um i have not really seen sailor moon so i'm not really i can't really describe the similarities but the way i see it is it's like power rangers but all women instead of you know anybody else you've never Uh, seen sailor moon i've not oh wow yeah it's 30 minutes of transformation (laughs) and then mr mass comes in and saves the day at the end (laughs) only in season one and he doesn't really do anything he just cheerleads yeah he just shows up and then the conflict is somehow resolved and i'm like i don't know what i just watched (laughs) um but no uh we are gonna get hate mail (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, uh, that was expected. That's what this episode is going to be called, just hate mail. Um, no, yeah, I, if I I really, really enjoy Glitter Force, believe, believe it or not. Um, it is, I mean, it's obviously geared toward women, but it's kind of like um, My Little Pony, how there's like a bunch of bronies out there. I'm, I'm a glitter bro or whatever you would call it <laughs> um so evan you said that you had a game that you wanted us to play. <laughs> wow so like <laughs> that was like 20 minutes of anime corner we we really need to make a patreon so we can just have anime corner over there <laughs> i'm glad we have enough people on this podcast because that was one topic i just tuned out on <laughs> <laughs> I uh Jared go watch Glitter Force on Netflix. That's that's the TLDR. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, if Jared's or watching anything, watch he's watching Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> <laughs> Is that on Netflix? Probably not. I'll give him my Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say we can do a movie swap cuz I have Cowboy Bebop. Nice. So pretty. I still haven't finished my game yet. <laughs> I know I haven't either. I haven't. Either. Um, but yes, game. So I thought it would be a little fun, you know, interesting. See what the results are. Um, it took me a long time to come up with this. You know, the concept was just sitting in my brain and baking for weeks and weeks and weeks before I finally just cracked it and came up with this totally original and brand new, never before heard idea. And I'm calling it play backlog or delete right you see where i'm going with this <laughs> totally, totally original no one's ever thought of this before okay so the idea is i will give you three choices and you have to choose a game they're all they're all video games i tried to keep them somewhat similar to each other um okay. so you can either you you have to choose one game to play like as if you were you know, sitting in front of your console right now, one game that you're going to backlog, so it's sitting on your hard drive and you're going to get to it you know, when 
lockdown part two happens or something. <laughs> and then you have to choose one game to delete and never play, or you're not going to play it in the foreseeable future. Makes sense. Got it. I like it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Got so it. first, let's see. Okay. So first category um, is fighting games. So tech and delete. More like, <laughs> uh, tech, oh my gosh. Uh, Tekken, Mortal Kombat, or um, Marvel vs. Capcom. Which which one do you pick? Or who goes where? So none of these are, as Tyler will know, I'm good at because you actually have to like be <laughs> able to do button combos instead of mashing buttons. Um, but I have bought Marvel vs. Capcom, tried it, Realize I was bad. <laughs> um, but since it's Marvel, I'll probably play that one. Mortal Kombat I've seen the most of, so we'll backlog that one and just delete Tekken, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you get pretty far with button... I get pretty far with button mashing half the time once I get <laughs> frustrated. Well, I guess Anyone? at the risk of uh, provoking more hate mail... Um... Well, I don't know. There might be a few people who would agree with me, but I would say, like, my order for that is actually literally right now. This is the way I have mine set up, where I would play, um, I, I would play Mortal Kombat, I would backlog Marvel v. Capcom, and I would delete Tekken. Um, like, I actually really enjoy Mortal Kombat. Still, I just got the the DLC when it dropped, like the story expansion and the additional characters, like play that one pretty regularly. Love all the stuff NetherRealms has put out. Uh, I like Marvel versus Capcom. It's just uh, I only have so much room on my hard drive for fighting games, and <laughs> uh, so yeah, exactly. Like I backlogged it. It's like I have played it. I've beaten the arcade and story modes. Uh, uh, and even got into it a little bit, but just don't find myself playing as much. And Tekken, I'll be honest, I tried it. I didn't grow up playing it. It just, it was too... I mean, I hate to say it's too technical, because I like some difficult fighting games. But it just isn't quite like... Like, it's difficult enough without being flashy for what I feel like pull off in that game like i just i there's something about it that i just don't find viscerally satisfying um and i don't really like the character designs quite as well as a lot of other fighting games so tekken's out from tyler i know you're a big fan of this one where would injustice fall in those three? Oh, very it, it would be right well honestly man even i more the mortal kombat 11 is the best polished from a gameplay perspective of any of nether realms games so by default i would say it is the most fun to play and i enjoy it however in terms of setting and characters oh i love the injustice series like injustice 2 with mortal kombat's combat system would be my favorite fighting game so it's like either tie basically it's tied it's right up there with mortal kombat (laughs) (laughs) Nick or Brandon, what do you got? I don't think mine would be much different than Tyler's. I've grown up with Mortal Kombat. It was one of the first games I've ever played. So it's got a special place for me. And the other two, not super 
fond of. Brandon. Yeah. What you, what you, what's your <laughs> choice? He just says delete all. <laughs> what was the question? Wow. Moving, moving on. You're right. Moving on. Um, <laughs> so. Here. Uh, for our here's one for our Nintendo fans. So you have your choices are Ocarina of Time, Breath of the Wild, or Wind Waker. I will uh. <laughs> Um, I would say Ocarina of Time is going to be the one that I play. Um. Wind Waker would be the one that I. What was the What was the other one? Uh, you can ba- you play backlog or delete. Oh uh, no, I'm sorry. What was the third game? Um, Wind Waker and Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild would be on. Actually, no. Okay, I'll delete Wind Waker. Um, I'll play Breath of the Wild because I'm I haven't finished it yet, and then um backlog. Uh, Ocarina. Ocarina, because um, my stupid GD roommate <laughs> took it home my freshman year, and I didn't get to finish it. <laughs> didn't he went just... home for spring break, and he took all of his games home, and I didn't get to finish it. <laughs> didn't they release Wait. Ocarina for the Switch? Yeah, it's several oh, years later, they? and I actually do own it. I just haven't finished it yet. Wasn't it your roommate that year, the international student? No, that was my sophomore year. Oh, okay. I forget. <laughs> Hi, Tom. Oh, okay. Now I know. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Okay, who else? What do you? What does everyone else got? Uh, okay. Well, I. Oh, the, the play versus backlog is really tough. Oh, these are all, this is just this is a hard one, Evan. This isn't fair, man. <laughs> uh, if I have to pick one that is play, I'm gonna make it Wind Waker. Um, just because, as you, it is Wind Waker is on my top ten, as we may discuss someday, and Wind Waker <laughs> is. My favorite of all of the Zelda games, which it wasn't when I was a kid, but uh, well, actually, that's not that may not even be true. Like, it, was I it have out really... when you were a kid. Yeah, I, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now that's part of why it's my favorite. It wasn't my very... favorite because it didn't exist. <laughs> I have very fond memories of getting that little golden GameCube disc and like like going to the GameStop and like picking up the actual box coffee and it was like for my eighth birthday, I believe. Wait, so uh, how old is Wind Waker? It is well, pretty old. Like that'll make oh, you really? feel oh, okay. old. Yeah, Wind Waker I think came out, like I said, I think I got it for my eighth birthday. Two thousand and three. Okay. No, I would have oh, been older then. Yeah. Never mind. Wait, no, 2003. Okay, I would have been still older. Yeah, never mind. So, Okay, it wasn't my 8th birthday. How old would he have been? 13. But... Yeah. Um, but anyway. Uh, so yeah, Wind Waker, play. Uh, Breath of the Wild, <laughs> probably backlog, just because realistically, that's a game I could see returning to more often. And Ocarina of Time, though revolutionary and amazing and incredibly memorable, 
I don't have it installed currently on any systems, nor would I probably pick it up to play it again right now. So delete. <laughs> Sweet. Nick, what do you do you got any opinions? I am not familiar with anything other than Breath of the Wild, so I will backlog that because that's where it has been for me for a while. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, my well, my yeah, my Joy Cons have the, some pretty bad drift issues right now. Boo. So basically, any game is unplayable on Ouch. the Switch until I get a new Joy Con, and I've been too lazy. <laughs> All backlog. <laughs> yeah. Everyone uh, backlog. Wind Waker sounds more interesting to me than Ocarina, so I will play Wind Waker and delete Ocarina. Sweet. Okay. Um, then moving over to PlayStation, since that's what all of us have. Uh, your choices are 2018 Spider-Man, 2018 God of War, or Uncharted 4. Ooh. Yes. Uh, okay, I'm deleting... Oh, man. If I had never played all... Uh, no, that's not even a good... Nope, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, go, I'll go while he's thinking of his words. Okay. <laughs> so I'm currently... Uh, so I... I I'm trying to get through my backlog right now. And so I pretty much speed ran Spider-Man, uh, the new one. So I'm kind of Spider-Man out right now. So I would actually de- go ahead and delete Spider-Man. Okay. Valid reason. Um, just because I don't think I would want to pick up another Spider-Man, any, you know, specifically anytime soon. I'll probably play like Morales eventually, but, you know, whatever. Um, I would backlog Uncharted 4 because I've not played any of the other Uncharted games yet, because that's also in my backlog. I've played Uncharted 1 a little bit, but um, haven't ever had the time to finish it, because, you know, there were four people living in Jared's apartment that all wanted to play the PlayStation. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, so I would I would play God of War. You said God of War was the other one, right? Yeah, I'll play that one because God of War has always been one of those games that I think that looks really, really fun, but just never had the chance to actually try out much more than, you know, when I was a wee lad and Walmart had games you could play in the in the electronic section. Um, I'm sure there was a God of War at some point there that I was able to, you know, probably the original one that I could play around with for five minutes while my mom was you know i don't know what else she'd be doing but i kind of doubt that i don't think they ever allowed a mature rated game on their display i i know i know i've played like a demo version of it or just like a very brief amount of time of it so i don't know where i mean I, i bet you're right so i know i'm wrong but i know i've played just a very brief amount of it I can see. It may have been one of the other like, because God of War has a bunch of like different little spin-off games that were for like the the, the Vita, yeah, the PSP and the Vita. And I think they were T instead of M. Ah, um, who else? I think Jared might still be deliberating. Yeah. Okay. So 
I've played all three. I've beaten all three. I think every time I want to put something, like every time I want to move Uncharted 4 into player backlog, it's more out of nostalgia. And I know I wouldn't actually play it again for like any other reason. So I think I'm going to have to delete that one. And then it mainly becomes like, do I want to get 100% on God of War? Or do I want to play the DLC for Spider-Man? Because I have those are the two things I haven't done for those two games. And I think I'd be more likely to play the Spider-Man DLC. So that would be play. And then I'd backlog God of War with the somewhat intention of finishing it and then not actually ever touching it again. <laughs> you know, I just realized that the 2018 Spider-Man is the PS4 Spider-Man, isn't it? Yes. Yep. yes. God, I am so behind. <laughs> Well, for me, the only one I'm sure about out of this list is I would backlog Uncharted um, because that's one that I definitely I, I want to play it at some point for sure. But I'm in the same boat as Brandon where it's like I've played a little bit of one and I know I want to go through all the others before I get to four. So, yeah, backlog. Did you pick up someday. the Nathan Drake collection I, when I it did. was free? Yeah, so I even have it. Right. I have the Nathan Drake collection. I just and I've played a little bit of one, and then I ran out of hard drive space. So <laughs> um, but yes, at some point um, I want to play that. Uh, the other two though are more difficult um, because I can't decide: do I delete? Like I'll be honest, I never did quite finish God of War. Like I got really close, and I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know why. It's an amazing game, but I just, I just didn't finish it. And I kind of just was like, okay, I've I've done enough of this, I guess. Which is weird because I do really like everything that the new God of War did. It's just, uh, but I think I'm gonna have to delete it because at the end of the day, I would honestly rather reinstall and play Spider-Man some more, despite having gotten 100 percent and gone through all but the last of the DLCs. Like I just loved that that's, game so much. That's true. I could just fire up spider-man and just swing around the city it's just so do nothing satisfying. else but just swing yeah and it's just like it's so well optimized on the playstation like it's just a beautiful game and so fun and yeah i would play it again so play spider-man backlog uncharted and unfortunately delete out of hmm. i might have to delete spider-man since i already have the platinum for that uh backlog god of war to finish the platinum for that and replay uncharted for since i just finished the last of us recently it made me kind of want to revisit that okay i can see that uh was that everybody yes okay uh then all right next set we're gonna hop over to assassin's creed your choices are the Ezio trilogy so AC two, AC Brotherhood, or AC Revelations? I think everyone deletes Revelations. <laughs> I don't even remember Brotherhood and Revelations that well. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think uh, I'm with Nick on that though. Brotherhood was the one you were in Rome, like all, it was just in Rome. It was short, but they gave they put out a lot of DLC for it to make it yeah. worth it. And then Revelations was the one you're in Constantinople. I do remember. Okay, now I remember that. Yeah, I would probably 
played to backlog brotherhood and delete revelations same i would play i would play revelations because i don't think i've played it before um and i would probably backlog two really and delete brotherhood interesting i think brotherhood was the last one i played so it's one i think i remember the most clearly I remember doing my absolute best to like I came to your your apartment one weekend and literally just to speed run Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um yeah, cuz like, I think that was really the whole reason I traveled what 3 hour four, three and a half, four hours just to stay with you for a weekend to play brotherhood oh yeah that's right <laughs> and you like went off and like went to class or something or you had other things to do you had to go see your parents or something and i'm like all right just i'll be here <laughs> bring bring me food oh wow yeah that's right <laughs> that was a while ago it was a long it was i mean it was it was before any i mean i think three you might have just finished three and like that's kind of what I was building up to to try to play, you know, so I could play three as well or understand what was going on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It was a long time ago. I mean, it was yes, almost 10. I mean, not not quite 10 years ago because we were both out of college. But yeah, um, what you got next? Um, let's see, do you want to do I'll give you a choice. Do you want to do um, classic PlayStation or classic computer games? Let's do computer games because none of these I really honestly care about too much. <laughs> um, all right, so maybe. Your, go ahead. Your choices are uh, The Sims, uh, Sid Meier Civilization, or Roller Coaster Tycoon. Uh, I'll play Roller Coaster because Roller Coaster. <laughs> um, I will backlog, which is kind of a weird th- thought on PC. Anyways. Um, I'll backlog uh, Civilization because I've never actually played one and think that it would be fun to kind of learn what it, what all the hype of it is about. And I've never really been into Sims. Uh, Brandy really likes it. She plays it all the time. Um, I just don't really think that that's quite <laughs> the game for me. Tyler and I had this conversation where... I downloaded it when it was free on PlayStation Plus and I started playing it and then I was just like, yeah, I just don't feel like doing this anymore. Tyler was like, yeah, I started doing things to make my Sim do stuff. I'm like, why don't I just go do that? Yeah, like I was, <laughs> no, like I literally, I got really, I'll be honest, I got really into the Sims for like a brief period. Like it was probably about like a week or two weeks where I was, I was like way too into it like i was really like not obsessed but i was just like oh man like i i got like, build this and like achieve this and do all this and then i and then one day i was just sitting there i was like what the fuck am i doing with my life <laughs> i was like, I was like working out with my sim when i could just go work out like you know <laughs> And it just like, and don't get me wrong, like it's a really well designed game. It's it's cute, it's fun. There's a lot to it. Again, as somebody like, you know, it's just it's really easy to just sit there and just end up spending a ton of time doing it. I was just like, it's a, a kind of a satisfying and addictive gameplay loop. But eventually, I was just like, eh, 
okay, that's enough. And now I'll go either play something more immediate or actually benefit my life in some way. <laughs> so I'm going to delete the Sims <laughs> for my own mental health. <laughs> One day, Tyler realized he is a self-piloted Sim. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty much exactly. That's what my brain, like the process it went through. Uh, so yeah, delete that. Uh, I would play Roller Coaster Tycoon because roller coasters, Brandon's got it right. Uh, and I would backlog Civilization kind of for the same reasons he said where I have never really played one I do tend to like strategy games pretty well so I'd be happy to give it a shot sometime but just haven't gotten around to it you, you haven't lived until you've had Gandhi threaten to wipe you off the map <laughs> <laughs> oh man I, for reasons like that I'm excited for uh, Crusader Kings 3 whenever that drops I can't wait to have all of my relations die of syphilis probably <laughs> my medieval <laughs> my medieval uh family lineage so i'm gonna have to go with uh in order of how many people you can kill roller coaster tycoon <laughs> civilization and then sims <laughs> <laughs> and then also in order of how fun it is to kill people <laughs> roller coaster tycoon civilization and then the sims <laughs> and then i think i would play civilization because i've watched enough people play it that i think it would be fun i'd backlog tycoon and then i would delete sims although did you guys ever play the sims games that came out for like game boy advance no how's i do they were more like adventure games where you had quests and stuff and like you still had like to watch your food levels and sleep levels and all that stuff but you had quests like you went to talk to people they would make you go do this collect stuff and there was like a purpose to it it wasn't just like build a house and live a life like you actually had kind of some quests rpg kind of stuff and it was kind of fun backlog um, so yeah, last category. Your choices are uh, the original Crash Bandicoot, the original Spyro the Dragon, or the original Sly Cooper. This is going to segue even better than you thought. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will, and and you are all going to hate me, and you'll probably all leave. I would play Spyro, mm. backlog Sly, because I've not played it ever, and it looks fun. And I would indeed delete crash you're a monster i well, know end of podcast peace <laughs> i would probably play crash um i would backlog spyro and my only really experience with fly cooper was in the playstation um battle royale game and i always hated sly cooper so he can be deleted <laughs> yeah i think my my order is going to have to be the same as Brandon's. I uh, <laughs> so. Where did he place everything? Podcast uh, Spyro. I would play. Yeah. I would. I'd backlog Sly Cooper because I've also not ever played it, and I will delete Crash Bandicoot because Spyro was a better game than Crash Bandicoot. See, I think I would probably delete. Sly Cooper, which is not a decision I make lightly, because I've never played it, and I would kind of like to, but at the same time, 
I would rather play like the remastered versions of, like Spyro or something like that. Like I've, I've always I played Spyro way back in the day on the PlayStation, and I would like to play a more modernized version of it. So, I'm, but I'm actually still going to put that Spyro in backlog and put Crash Bandicoot in play um, because again, I'd really like to go through whatever the latest, most like remastered versions of the Crash Bandicoot games are in preparation for the new one that is coming out uh and that's a good segue it's about time yeah (laughs) it's about time for a new crash bandicoot game um which was actually one of the biggest things that or like for me it was one of the favorite games that i picked out of the uh playstation presentation which we'll have to edit this part out state of play what it's called state of play (laughs) (laughs) so yes evan what is this playstation state of play so, you know, because COVID is still a thing and we're not supposed to be out of the house unless we're going somewhere important, um, and E3 does not qualify as important, I'm so sorry, uh, <laughs> Sony had their live stream press conference kind of announcing the the next slate of games for the end of this year and then kind of uh, into, into next year. I think there may have been a couple that were for 2022, but that's whatever. And so, of course, the first thing that they showed was um, the new Crash 4, uh, which was, what's it called? It's About Time? Is that what it was? It's yeah. About yes. Time, yep. Yeah. <laughs> ah, so punny. Right. You know, the, the, the thing that I just... Crash looks like a fun game to watch for me. Um, and, you know, it, it's, it looks like a well you know, a good game, well-developed, you know, fun. Um, and the way that they were talking, like they really have, you know, the idea, you know, the, the audience in mind and, you know, with all those, <clears throat> like you can replay uh, levels and they've got like different uh, skins to the level basically. And you've got different skins for you and it's all cosmetic and it looks really fun. How easily do you get frustrated, Brandon? <laughs> and I I know that that's why it's not for me. Um, I don't like the jumping style that is um, Crash. I just don't uh, I, I just don't care for it too much. You can double jump. I still don't it's care for that, it. It's that perspective platformer that is kind of exactly. tricky. And yeah. it is it is very different. Like that's the thing. Like I grew up playing games more like you know Mario rather than Crash. And like I even remember as a kid, the first time I tried to play Crash Bandicoot, I was like, "What the hell is this?" Like I was dying like left and right. Like couldn't really. <laughs> I, and I mean, as I got older and like went back and played it again and stuff, I was like, "Okay." I mean, it, but it's still it's it's a bit of a. I hate to use the word clunky because it's intentional. It's designed. Could you use the word spelunky? <laughs> I, I could indeed if I were attempting to segue into one of the other games that I liked in the presentation. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, Crash, is, Crash is cool. I'm excited. Also excited for Spelunky 2. Just throwing that out <laughs> there. I... Uh... I when when they said that it's like a, a throwback to like how the the old school platforming, I instantly felt my blood pressure rise a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Going back and playing remastered, like I think I had just finished AC Origins, and then I went went straight to Crash, <laughs> and I was like, 
my skill set for this is completely gone. Like <laughs> I haven't, I haven't played this? a classical platformer in years. Yeah, this pinpoint up and down platforming. Like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. Right. We don't grab ledges. Like, why don't you grab the ledge? Come on. <laughs> and then yeah, the, time, like, the precision and the timing needed. Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, it sounds fun um you get there's going to be new masks that can do things like manipulate gravity and shift things in and out of time i was Um, really excited to see that that was cool yeah and then for those that have played crash i believe it's crash 3 uh dingo dial and cortex are returning as playable characters it's just it's just such a like colorful and fun universe, you know, like that's the thing. It's like immediately I saw the ad and it just, it made me feel like a kid again. And I was just like, you know, I'm excited to play this. I want to play through the others. I want to get this one. Yeah. Yeah. That's the main thing. It made me want to play. I never played the remastered ones and it made me want to pick that up and go through those again. And best part, it comes out in October. So just a couple months away. Yep. Um, then there was Hitman 3 VR. So Hitman 3 is already out, right? And they're just coming out with the VR version of it? No, no. Hitman 3 isn't out. Okay. The VR, I believe, is a remake the of the first three. Yeah. For VR. Well, is it? I, so... I so I was pretty excited about this too because I love Hitman uh, the the world of assassination like basically the reboots that they did Hitman one and two which were on PC as well which was where I played them and then my understanding is that Hitman three is basically the end of that trilogy and it will make the all of the maps the locations from Hitman one and two of the reboot series available in VR as well. So what they've kind of been doing is almost again that games of service model where if you bought Hitman one, you could carry the Hitman one maps over into Hitman two and play Hitman two and one all in the same game from launching two. And then I think they're just carrying that further in three except now adding hmm. VR support for all three. However, right now, they've only confirmed that the VR support will be uh, PlayStation VR. So I'm not sure if I'll get a chance to play it VR or not, but I really hope I do, because it looked awesome, <laughs> and I love those games. <laughs> it might, you might not be able to until the release of Hitman 3, including all maps ever. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, then next was Braid Anniversary, and I don't know anything about Braid. Apparently it's a really popular, um, like, puzzle game when it came out in 2008, but, so fans of it are excited, but yeah, like, I've never really heard of it. See, I was actually pretty excited for this because I picked up Braid back when it launched, and it got backlogged. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i never i i'll admit it's one of those games i just never got around to beating it does that mean i'm gonna drop more money on the remastered version of it maybe i don't know like, uh it I, sounds I, like they loaded it with bonus stuff so if that's your, your yeah story, i mean for it. me i i will say like for me actually a good selling point is the updated visuals uh not that it was bad looking by any means in the original but it was i'll be honest not quite as detailed as some 2d platformers are and that's a big sell like to me the art and the presentation is a huge part of what keeps you engaged with the platformer and mm-hmm. so this remastered version, I think, 
a it's a nice it's a nice bump up a nice step in the right direction and i think i'd like to go back and revisit it because i have heard spoiler ish i have heard it has kind of an interesting story um and it kind of changes it subverts your expectations of what the story is going to be a little bit and there's kind of a twist which i know some people hate i hate to say oh it has a great twist ending but because that kind of ruins it but uh, i knew that going into it it's a lemon twist <laughs> yeah Get is the whole here. game shaken, not stirred? That's the real question. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, 007. <laughs> um, the the pathless. Um, I'm really gonna have a hard time choosing what game to play first when the PS5 launches, and the pathless is a contender for me. That was yeah. one that when it started, I was like, oh. Journey? I don't really, yeah, kind of. I was like, ah, the art's not really cool. Like, uh, whatever. And then, like, they started the arrow, like, movement, com- the combat or whatever you would call that. It was so smooth. And I was like, yeah. oh, this looks kind of like it'd be kind of fun. Yeah, I yeah, agree with once you. They... Oh, go ahead, Ed. <laughs> yeah, once they you guys do that pretty much at least <laughs> once or twice every episode. You know that? That's 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 our my mouth is always open. Game. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we, it's we just co- so people can mark that <laughs> off their bingo card. Yeah, we coordinate that before every episode. We just don't tell you. Frank. Um, but yeah, like once I was a little like before when it first popped, I was like, okay, this looks like journey, and then it got going. I was like, okay, this is cool, and like the like using the eagle and how you like have to you know time everything just right so it's not really focused on like how fast you can shoot but how well you shoot um what was there was something really particular about it i liked i don't know it just it looked really i i like when like studios go back and just do like simple mechanics and a simple straightforward story but they just it looks like they invest in making it fun like it's not trying to be flashy or super Mm -hmm. hyper visual or anything it just looks like it's a fun game See, I didn't even need to talk. Evan just made all of my points for me there. Like <laughs> that was that was but yeah, exactly what I was gonna say. I like that, you know, I was kinda like you guys, I was like, uh, eh, this looks okay. And then and like you said, they started talking about how, you know, we had a clear goal of what we wanted to do with our movement. Like we wanted to make you feel as skilled of an archer as our protagonist is. And I was like, that's a really cool concept. Like, I really, I can get behind that idea. Because, I mean, they're right. Like, a lot of times when I try and shoot a bow or a gun on console games, especially because I tend to play on PC more, so I'm a little rusty when it comes to aiming, I don't necessarily feel like a world-class archer. So, to me, having an entirely (laughs) new dynamic built around keeping that speed and that ease of aim and movement and making it just very kinetic and uh just rewarding like that i thought that was a cool idea so yep totally on board hi my name is tyler i'm gonna talk about spelunky 2 <laughs> i was really excited to see that spelunky 2 is coming um uh spelunky 1 really gives me it has a special place in my heart um it it reminds me of my childhood um <laughs> And I was abused when, a lot as a know, child, when, locked in dark when my, when my, pits with spikes. When my parents <laughs> ignored me because I wasn't very good in school, I would always go to Spelunky 1 for solace and friendship. Wow. 
<laughs> and I'm really excited to relive that with Spelunky too. <laughs> yes, I routinely. How, clo- uh, how close was I? How close uh, was I? I mean, pretty much spot on. I mean, you know, the, <laughs> the Yeti that ripped my arms off was my best friend. So you know, that's, just, <laughs> that's how it I was got the only physical school. contact I had. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but in all seriousness for me and Tyler, I'll let you speak, of course, because you're going to say at least that you were really excited about it. Um, but it looks I literally said it looks really fun for someone that's not me. <laughs> yeah, that was my my note I wrote on Spelunky 2 was this is a thing for those who want it. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. And I, like I said, I, as excited as I am for it, it is uh, it's a game that I probably won't play a whole lot as much as I would. I, I honestly don't even know if I'll get it at launch, but I was excited. And like you said, glad to see that it exists. Um, I like everything that they're doing with it. Just at, like the way that they I really liked in the video how the developer himself was there and kind of expounded upon like what they were trying to focus on with Spelunky 2, which was, first of all, online multiplayer, which was one of the biggest things missing from the first game. Like, I was always like, ah, I really want to play this with somebody, but it's local co-op only, which always seemed like a bit of a missed Mm -hmm. opportunity for me. So that was a big addition that I do think will make it more fun. Um, But yeah, I probably won't spend a lot of time with it, honestly, just because it is kind of unforgiving. You know, it's one of those games good to pop in, especially with friends for a little while, have a few funny stories that get generated from your, your expeditions into the unknown. Um, but you die a lot. Uh, and uh, I don't know. It's okay. But yeah, still excited. Next. What was next? Um... Genshin Impact. Oh yeah, I didn't write anything or care anything about any of the. Uh, <laughs> that is a collect your waifu game. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was I was about to say which game. I don't even remember that one. So I guess that. Uh, it's the one that, that kind of looks like Gravity Rush. Oh, I, that's all I wrote. Okay. It looked like Gravity uh, Rush. Yeah. Okay. I did it, kind of remember that one. It's like a anime style. Oh, kind of RPG gotcha game mm-hmm. so you have to grind the hell out of the game to unlock characters or pay money to maybe unlock them <laughs> yeah like the trailer looked impressive but like as it was going i was like i would not play this yeah and that's i mean open. especially hearing the way nick is describing the mechanics uh you know my enjoyment of the art style aside, it's like it, I just uh, could not stand that type of gameplay. If that's that's what it's going to be, so no thanks. <laughs> I don't know. It depends how much they are going to really harp the the transactions. Like, there's a lot in there that it's like this would be a fun game type, but seeing as like you're going to have to buy the characters you want, most likely, um, iffy on it. Yeah, yeah. Don't blame you. The next, the next one, Tyler, kind of seemed like to be up your alley, though. That Aeon Must Die kind of had that '80s synth going on in the background with the. It gave me Tron and Blade Runner vibes. Yeah. Yeah. So Tron and yeah, I, that's that's what I was gonna say. Is like that one was really interesting because, and that, that's this is why that one was interesting. So I'd heard about that game. 
I'd actually seen, so just from monitoring other news sources and things related to gaming, I'd heard about some of the controversies surrounding the development of that game, which I don't know enough of the details to really get into that on this podcast and this episode, but it sounds like there's some pretty big problems that a lot of the folks directly responsible for creating that game um, have run into with their publisher, I believe. I believe it was the publisher. And like, there's basically saying like, you know, we did a bunch of work and then we're just almost like kicked off the project or something. There was something kind of weird about, but if you want to, you can look into more on that. But even uh, apart from that, uh, so having heard about it and hearing kind of the real positive reception of the game, I was expecting to go and be like, oh yeah, it sounds like it'd be right up my alley. I don't know. I don't know. Like I was watching, it was like, it, it's cool. I do like the art style and I do love the music. The music was far and away my favorite part of that game, but the gameplay, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if it was something <laughs> I would drop a lot of money on, honestly, I'd have to see. So. Uh, it's probably a budget game. Uh, I haven't heard any of the the controversies surrounding it, but those side scroller beat 'em ups are kind of a genre that I miss seeing. Agreed, and I do agree with you on that. I do love side scrolling beat 'em ups. I just there was something about this one that didn't quite click with me for some reason. It's funny you mentioned side scroller beat 'em ups because when I was watching this part, I was like. I wouldn't play this on my PlayStation, but if I was just like in an arcade and I saw this, I would probably play it. So yeah. take that take that as you will. Yeah. yeah. I will take that and I will eat it with my bug snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say there's quite a bit left. Is there any ones you guys want to highlight? So I'm really I'm really excited for bugs for me to download and then backlog bug snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even uh, want backlog it no, like so they actually showed really, some gameplay uh, and it actually looks kind of fun i think to, it looks kind of fun too yeah i just yeah. want to hear donkey say bug snacks some more i don't know if you guys follow video game <laughs> at all but bug um, snacks i don't know i can't even do it yeah we we can we can uh rush through these so i thought it was interesting that ps4 was having like more games get put out and that they're like almost emphasizing the VR for the PS4. Um, I kind of wonder if the PS4 headset's gonna somehow you're gonna be able to use it on the PS5, um, or you know it'll port over or something. Um, I imagine yeah. it will port. They are looking to expand into a sequel headset, right? Which, hmm, which is kind of what I figured cool. too. I, I mean, know. you've got so much, yeah. But it, so it just seemed a little odd that they were, it seemed that, I mean, there were like two or three different VR games that for the PS4 that are, you know, that they were developing or they were talking about coming out soon. And then there's a new, a new PS4 title launching in January called Pedestrian. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm just like, that had to be either they didn't think that anybody on the PS five was going to want to play this. So anybody that still owns the PS four that can't really afford or doesn't want to go up to the PS five yet might play it. Or I kind of wonder if maybe it just got like pushed back and pushed back. So now it's just all just launching. Cause why would you, why would you have a PS four launch title when you're trying to get everybody to buy the PS five? Not a launch title, but why would you launch a title 
right I, after I guess, like a month yeah. after the PS5 launches. I they guess know. if you don't need the hardware of 5 and you know that a majority of Sony's audience isn't going to switch to the PS5 right away, yeah. maybe you're just I, trying to capitalize on that. Yeah. And I, I think it's going to it's going to work out in their favor to have a lot of stuff still come out for the four since we don't know what this whole pandemic shit's going to do. So I guarantee you like games console sales are going to be a lot lower than they predicted because nobody or half of everybody's out of work. Well, and I would guess too that, I mean, even like, I mean, for example, like I don't even know if I will necessarily pick up a PS five at like right away at launch, even though like I could technically, but uh, I mean, I like, I'm kind of in that same boat too. It's like, well, you know, it's, I don't feel a huge rush or need to, but I will say, I also don't know how compelled I'll be to pick up more PS4 games either though. Like to keep, which I don't know. Well, I'll tell you this, we're going to, we're going to bully you into getting a PS5 so you can talk about (laughs) it on the podcast. (laughs) We also but, don't know how much it costs yet either. Just, yeah. yeah. We I have another stimulus t- check coming. Save it. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, Tyler, that the pedestrian you mentioned earlier, um, you really like art, art style is important to those 2D platformers. And I yeah, that sure. was one thing that really stuck out with me on the pedestrian. Mm-hmm. I thought it looked really, really cool. Yeah, it looks it looked re- it looked fun, like kind of low stakes, just something you'd play to relax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't really have anything to say about Hood. Um, I bet that, that looked interesting. Yeah, Evan, I figured you'd like it. It looked really Assassin's Creedish to me. It seemed. Yeah, my my notes on this one were Robin Hood meets AC slash Ghost of Tsushima. Next bullet <laughs> with magic exclamation point. <laughs> um, Temtem. Looks like Knock an off. MMO Pokemon game. Yeah. Knock off Pokemon. That's what I yeah. put. <laughs> but it's, it's multiplayer. Like it's multiplayer online, so you guys can play with me. I I thought it was Pokemon and Monster Ranchers Bastard Child. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be I, interested in trying it if it's if it's if it's a if it's like sixty or seventy bucks, nah. But if it's like ten or fifteen or twenty bucks, the PC launch was twenty bucks, I think. So it's it's already on PC. Yep. Oh. Maybe I'll look I, it up then. I did <laughs> notice that a couple of these games were have, have already been released on other systems. Like I know Tim Tim was. I think the Auto Chess was. Yeah. Um, so just Which I didn't understand that from the gameplay. Yeah. yeah just a battle just... sim, basically. Yeah. The uh, I think um, my favorite thing about that that Tim Tim game or whatever the Pokemon knockoff <laughs> game. Like my favorite thing about that was I had the I had the chat log playing while I was watching the video. The and uh, I think my favorite thing was that it was basically just the entire chat just blew up with like lawsuit waiting to happen. Like Pokemon, like <laughs> this is like all like, like literally every message was that. So, but yeah, it kind of reminded me of a mobile well. game that's called like dragon island or dragon isle or something oh where you yeah. like yeah you breed and hatch dragons and you put them in habitats and stuff yeah i remember seeing those commercials for that um so i want i want to talk the rest of the time that we have today about godfall i figured you'd like this one mm-hmm. so does anybody else have anything else they want to talk about real quick 
uh, just um, any last minute things about uh, any of the other games we played. Because it's going to be a Star Wars VR game if you're into that. But you know, Vader I mean, <laughs> The Witcher Three guys is uh... <laughs> get out. <laughs> finish your drink. <laughs> um. Yeah. Fin- finish your drink. Uh. Okay. Don't worry. In November, he will never talk about The Witcher again. It will only be cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, so, dude! I could, we, I could spend a podcast so talking about that. <laughs> so Godfall. The, okay, so before we go, I did. Vader Immortal sent me down a weird rabbit hole, and it ended with me finding out that Jedi Outcast Two is on the PS4 now, which I was not told, and I'm very considering buying that because I love Jedi Outcast Two. Mm-hmm. I did like Jedi Academy more, but that was just me. There's Jedi Academy 2 on PlayStation 4 as well. Oh, wow. Don't tell me these things. I I, I should not Mm. buy more games. (laughs) Okay, Godfall. Let's do it. So Jared and I are going to play Godfall when it comes out. Yeah, when it first announced when they did their first release, I was like, okay, maybe... Um, but then when they, they did spend a long time on this game at the end of their state of play yeah. and really kind of got into like the details and what it's all about. And it seems like a destiny light in terms of the, well, they, they call themselves a looter slasher. Yeah. Um, and so like there's the destiny elements of it, but like, they're like, everything you can earn is in game, which I feel like was D1. So yeah, Hopefully they don't. my favorite thing over the D1 thought was that you don't, it appears that you do not have to, so they're going to go into further detail about the loot and all that kind of stuff later. So there might be some sort of like level up system or, you know, you have to put certain, you know, time into each class yeah. to, mm-hmm. to actually be any good at them or to be able to use the items or something. But it, it literally seems like if you start playing as, you know, if for the, the Destiny crowd, if you start playing as a hunter like me and get pissed off every other every 10 seconds because Destiny <laughs> hates hunters, you can just pick to be you can just choose randomly to be a warlock instead. You know, they, so, uh, so, yeah, Godfall like has what, five different weapon classes. Yeah. And, and the, like I was going to say, the classes are based on your weapons, not like. Yeah. And so it just, yeah, it's not, it's not something you have to restart the whole game over with. Um, You know, it's not something that, um, you know, you really have to put as of right now, you don't really have to put a whole lot of thought into It's just, Oh, I like this style the best, or this style works for these kinds of enemies. And, you know, I'm playing with a friend that has, you know, the ability to do the other kinds of stuff. So I'm interested to see like how open world the game looks pretty linear. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it seems like hallways and big door, big or big rooms, but it Just seems pretty. It seems pretty linear in terms of like progression, you know, and story right. story arc, you know. So it'll be interesting to kind of see, you know, can you turn the game on with friends and just go loot and slash random places? You know, do you have? Fast travel to open areas where you just play. Is there any? Is there is there any replayability? Is my question. I, I think about it. I would see, I and I would. Yeah, yeah I like would, would think that would be a big focus of their game design with this. And like to me, I guess the closest thing it reminded me to was Warframe, which a lot of people in the chat were comparing it to that, which I think is maybe a, a, a 
a PC exclusive. I can't remember if Warframe is coming in. It's on or not. the consoles. Yeah, okay. uh, Warframe was free a long time ago. Yeah, I don't so know if it's it still, still is. Free. Is it still free? It looks a it lot like it, that. It's even on the Switch. Huh. Yeah. Um, at least, man, I am so excited that the Switch has non-rated E games on it now <laughs> like you know a, a nintendo system that has you know rated you know t and m games and stuff anyways yeah, has yeah. doom yeah right uh Tyler, no, continue. Yeah. well I, yeah i mean basically i was just gonna say like that's the the closest comparison that i can come up with but it also i mean really just looks like kind of an evolution of the like the traditional like action rpg like a diablo style game almost but with that more action-centric third-person camera like I, and I think that's that's a genre I'd love to see more games explore. Like I'd like to see more games, kind of like Warframe or uh, Godfall, going in that direction. I'm not sure if it's like my favorite aesthetic, but um, but yeah, it'd be one, especially with friends. I could see sitting down and getting I, my giant really two-handed my hammer friend. on. I'd probably <laughs> pick it up. Uh, it seems something a little up my alley. Well, okay, but... so. Nick, you can't pick it up if Tyler and Jared are both picking it up because we only play in <laughs> only three. Teams no. of three. I'll, I'll, defer, I'll defer to Nick if Nick is if set on it being up his alley. He can he can go for it. <laughs> well, Tyler, you'll spend it like Destiny, and then like a year in, you'll just drop it. Yeah, and then but like I said, M- yep, MMOs and I. Well, then again, our ARPGs though. I'll play the crap out of that. I've played a ton of. Uh, Titan Quest, Grim Dawn, Diablo. I don't, I don't know what it is. Yeah, something about. I would expect it slightly more in the vein of Borderlands, since it shares the publisher. Ah, mm. uh, played quite a bit of that too. Not, although, yeah, it did kind of not like a theme, not thematically or anything, but just some of the gameplay concepts will probably be shared. So it'll where Borderlands is a bit more of a complete game usually than Destiny tends to be. Yeah, I will say I, I do have a hard time sticking long-term with any one game, so that's their development model, then probably not. The There's only one way to find out. you got to buy it in holiday 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I am wanting a PS5 more now, though. So good job, Sony. <laughs> it was a success. Good, good presentation. Oh, I, I want, I want Smite to tell us that it's gonna be la- be a launch title. <laughs> I have it's... a feeling all those free to play games will be. Yeah, I would think it, it just makes you. sense for their business model to be on as many um, systems as possible. Yeah, but I just hope that you know they have a, like a a transfer time or you know that it's tied to your psn or something oh gosh yeah it's oh, probably just tied to your psn because yeah, the architecture sure. is not going to change mm-hmm. much from the ps5 or ps4 to the ps5 better right. not not buying all that stuff again <laughs> <laughs> well any final closing thoughts gentlemen Tell us the damn price of the console. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just want a price and a release date. None of this holiday 2020. Yeah, especially since holiday 2020 is a three-month window. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just assume the latest of any possible window anytime somebody's talking releases these days. Like, has it ever <laughs> been earlier? December 24th. <laughs> yeah. 
could you imagine if they just dropped the console on, on like Black Friday or something? Like, <laughs> oh, here you go. Just, just have it. Like, After those... all the stores decided to close for a <laughs> thing. <laughs> I... For a second, I thought you were going to say on Christmas. And I was like, what? A, that, would, that would be like the biggest dick move ever. <laughs> like, console releases on Christmas Day. So it's like you got to leave. Burn your family. <laughs> it'll, 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 be, it'll be December 31st at like 1159 p.m. <laughs> Right. That's right. 2020 still. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jesus. Gonna go get my PS5 now. Peace <laughs> out, family. Maybe they're waiting to release it after 2020 because it's been such a shitty year. Just like, let's just get on 2021 just in case. <laughs> right. That might be the safe call. <laughs> All right. Uh, we haven't plugged in our socials uh, in several episodes, so um, Jared, what are what are they? Facebook, Small Constellation Podcast. Um, <laughs> Twitter at Small Con Pod, and Spotify, Apple, iTunes, wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Obviously, you found us already, so <laughs> keep doing that. And coming soon to OnlyFans. <laughs> yes, our Harry Potter erotica. <laughs> and uh, Anime Corner. Yes. Separate. Oh, God. I'm sure there's a lot <laughs> of like overlap se- in I that. I was just about to say separate. No, God, please, no, separate. <laughs> <laughs> nope, we're doing it all together. Uh... Anime, Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Erotica. <laughs> Um, Look, you well, you laugh, but there's a market somewhere out there on the internet. Oh, some I don't deny corner. that there's a market. <laughs> so, to our listeners, uh, the TLDR version of today was uh, Netflix. Uh, go watch Glitter Force Doki Doki. <laughs> you are welcome. And then watch something actually entertaining like Kill a Kill. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. Nick knows where it's at. Although, shit, speaking of tropes. uh... Or if you want an anime with a lit theme song, you can watch Cannon Busters. Or Fire Force. Is Cannon Busters getting anything else? They haven't announced yet. I just Googled it a couple days ago. They haven't said if it's getting a season two or not. Also, Brandon, my argument being Kill a Kill is a show about the evil of wearing clothes. I hate those evil clothes. Well, anyway. And that's why he's going to go take his pants off right now. I'm five steps ahead of you. (laughs) How many pairs of pants are you wearing? I mean, none. Why does it take you five steps to get out of your pants? (laughs) That's five steps for the other pieces of clothing you're also shedding while walking through the house. (laughs) What? Well, I this mean, got weird. Need to listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm going to use any of this in the podcast, but it, it's good. It's, it's gold <laughs> for our insider. We'll, we'll save it for our our, our uh, 2020 end of the year blooper. blooper reel. <laughs> oh God! Do you know how long that would take me? Put it in the blooper reel. I would literally just have sound effects. It wouldn't be words. <laughs> you would have had to have already started a blooper file, right? got four months, kid. Better start putting them together. 